Casting from the deep depths of cyberspace, this is Darn IT Podcast, and I'm your host, Darn G, Chief Technical Architect of Darn IT Group. Episode 21, Hardware Authentication is the Future. Well, thanks for sticking by uh, for another episode of Darn IT Podcast. Uh, in this episode, I really wanted to highlight the importance of hardware authentication and the reason why hardware authentication is important uh, for all of us to have as businesses and as individuals moving forward. Um, really, adding additional authentication um, for online services is an excellent, great way to increase your security. Now, there is a caveat to this. It's a, it requires some learning and it's a bit a bit frustrating when you initially start using it. And uh, I can start with my experience with hardware authentication. Um, I can go back about, uh, say, two to three years ago uh, when I got my first authentication key because of the um, support of hardware keys for online services. Now, I must say, even for a basic USB authentication key, it was a bit troublesome to use at first. But as time progressed and as more vendors are now supporting the same service, uh, I'm seeing a, a great increase in usability of this key. And quite honestly, um, this key that I bought originally, I'm still using today among some of the other variants that have come out over the years. Now, I want you to understand the reasons why hardware authentication is key here, because we can all think about all the different uh, multi-factor authentication methods that are in place today. But I also want to highlight the fact that the methods that we're using today are already obsolete and are already being exploited by cyber criminals. And the reason for this is for lots of reasons is because of the technology, the, the two-factor technology is a bit archaic. Uh, it uses certain standards uh, that are easy to intercept and it obviously has the human element in most of it. But let me start off in talking about what this is and we can get a bit more into that in a few minutes. Uh, now, you've heard of uh, multi-factor authentication, two-factor authentication, two-step verification. Um, really, the underlying technology is the same, um, but it is used differently. A lot of people um, are a bit confused as to the differences of uh, two-factor authentication, multi-factor authentication, two-step verification. They're, they're relatively the same thing, and I use that term very loosely um, without getting into too much details, but... In essence, it's the same thing. Now, what hardware authentication offers, like I said earlier, is the extra protection. Uh, anyone who wants to sign in uh, onto a service from a new device must supply a second form of ID. So that goes beyond the password ID in terms of allowing access to a particular service. You know, in theory, this prevents an attacker from using stolen uh, credentials or fish credentials to access your services. So for example, if you're if you had a leak or you were a victim of uh, identity theft or 
you uh, lost her credentials due to a company not uh, protecting your information uh, and for you using only one password through all your services, criminals, cyber criminals could in essence use that information to gain access to your information and your services. So what the hardware encryption does is more of a, a second a second launch code, as you will, uh, to before launching the nuclear missiles, as you will. And this allows um, that extra protection in case that your credentials are lost and someone's trying to access one of your accounts, it will stop and ask you for this key. And the only person should that should have this key is yourself. And that is a surefire way to say the person who needs to access the service online has the final so-called codes to be able to open up and access that resource. Now, there's there's some fact uh, two-factor authentication processes that I'm sure most of you have used so far is the two-factor uh, SMS text messages or codes by authenticator app that's installed on your smartphone. Um, now, this is you may see this in uh, your banks, or if you have um, uh, Amazon account, for example, or various other companies allows you to get um, those special codes, those one-time codes sent to your, your actual phone to allow you to gain access to a particular service. Now, hardware-based keys use either a USB port or USB-C port or an NFC-enabled device, so you can use it on your, your mobile phone. Now, the hardware keys, um, a few examples are YubiKey and the new Google Titan, uh, use the FIDO2 Web Authenticator, and there's other methods as well, but you have to go to that particular key to see what's supported, because there's a plethora of options. But um, these are the keys, for example, in, in this podcast, are some of the ones that you can use to protect your services. Now, a question I get asked quite frequently is, now, why would you spend 60 to $100 on a hardware key when there are software options that are free? Well, let me tell you this, like hardware keys are the most secure or, or more relatively more secure than using an SMS or software option. Um, take into account that um, a cyber attack called swim swapping, which in essence copies your SIM card and phone number. And what hackers would inevitably do is spoof your phone so that if they want to reset or to gain access to your account, um, would spoof your phone for a limited amount of time, uh, send the authenticator code out, they receive it on the attacker's phone, and then they can go ahead and lock you out of your account. Swim swapping has uh, is now being used in a, a much greater fashion today. This is why hardware keys are important to have. Um, and there's other attacks, again, I won't get into it in this podcast, but there are other attacks that make it possible to bypass um, two-factor authentication methods as well. So even today, those authentication methods are no longer effective. And this is why we are highlighting the importance of having a other way of authenticating to be able to access your services. Now, 
how can you authenticate some of your services? Well, here's an example. Um, let's say you have access to your Windows 10 operating system or your Mac operating system, for sake of example. Um, you can use the authenticator key to gain access to your your laptop, your your tablet, or your your workstation, and understand the importance of this in case your laptop gets lost. Um, you have the authenticator an authenticator option to be able to put the key in your laptop, for example, to be able to access your account. Right? You can attach the key onto your keychain as you would to open your house or turn on your vehicle. Um, you have that key hanging there so that you can plop it into your your computer to authenticate the the login process or to authenticate the login access to a particular software or product. You have also have um, password managers like, for example, uh, LastPass and Dashlane that could potentially use a hardware key in order to gain access. So you think about the amount of information that is stored on uh, password managers like LastPass and Dashlane, for example. Um, now, you it, you do have to pay a premium for this. Let me make this clear. In order to use your hardware key, but once you pay for something like this, then literally um, you can have that peace of mind where if someone tries to access this information, um, especially your password, which is, which is a completely a, utmost importance to anyone this day and age, you have the peace of mind that the hardware key will be able to protect you in case someone tries to access um, your password manager, for example. You can also use your hardware key to protect your Twitter account, Facebook account, uh, Azure account. There's different ways of, of doing this in, in order to protect your accounts online by using this hardware key. Now, let me make this very clear. Um, backup, backup of any authentication methods because, for example, um, if you try to install your authenticator key on a particular application, you forget it, um, it could really cause a lot of issues because um, you won't be able to access your account. So always having backup ways. Now, for example, one of the methods I say is in case you lose your phone, your phone gets lost, stolen, etc. If you're using an authenticator app or if you're using a, an SMS uh, application as well, uh, you understand you need to have that physical device there in order to use it. So even if you use um, the Google Authenticator, for example, um, if you lose your phone, uh, your phone gets stolen and uh, breaks, whatever, you understand that you're not going to get those codes. So if you're prompted to enter those keys, those um, six-digit codes into your uh, app, it's not going to work because you don't have your device, right? So always have a backup solution and use different solutions in tandem because that helps sort of um, layer the, the the process. So if someone is able to get gain access to your account or tries to gain access to your account, you have that peace of mind where you know that you will have that backup of those authenticator keys for your services. Thank you for listening to this podcast of Darn IT Podcast with Darnley G. If you like our show and would like to know some more, please like or subscribe or please leave a review. Remember, look both ways before crossing the information superhighway. Safe computing, everybody. Bye.